Yo, yo, yo. What it do, people? What it do? Welcome to Bars and Buckets. Take yourself off mute, bro. There you go. There you go. Let's do it, man. Welcome, everybody, to the hottest, dopest sports, hip-hop, rap, Drake-loving <laughs> out here in the building, man. <laughs> Welcome to Bars and Buckets, man. Everybody that's tuning in, man, I am Reggie Moving Forward. We are officially premiering the dopest show on the motherfucking tube. Glad that y'all joined with us, man. We got a lot to talk about, man. But first and foremost, man, got to introduce you to the guys, the bros of Bars and Buckets. We're missing one, but we're going to introduce them as well. My man over there, you see what he got on, man, rocking the gold mine clothing, man. Tell them what's up, bro. What can they find you? Play what's off. up, man? What's happening, man? Name is Corn. Um, so you can find me at uh, gold underscore mine, CEO84 on Instagram, Cornell Shelby on Facebook. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Corn don't he don't, he don't like Drake, so he's gonna he gonna give me a hard time with this whole topic. It's so <laughs> all good. Then we got my man over there, AD, not the AD in uh, LA who always hurt and it's kind of overrated. But you know we ain't gonna talk about that one just yet. We talking about this AD man, my brother man. Tell him what's up. What can they find you? Yes sir. Yes sir. Yes sir. What's going on, good people, man? This, this definitely ain't street clothes, Davis, man. This this the real AD right here. <laughs> Um, name's Adrian, man. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Adrian Dury. Find me on uh, Instagram at uh, Urban Gentleman eighty five. And uh, you know we're gonna enjoy this, man. Y'all, y'all just be prepared for for whatever, man. It's gonna be unfiltered. We gonna have some fun, and uh, y'all make sure y'all click and share, man. Share this live. There it is, man. So look. Of course, I'm Reggie Moving Forward, man. You know you where well, you can find me at the Nob Society on Instagram, Mr. Moving Forward on Instagram, or simply Reggie Moving Forward on Facebook. All that good stuff, man. We are missing one of my good brothers who is not on social media, which is probably the best way to do. Uh, my man Mark, man, he'll be with us uh, either shortly or he'll be with us next week, man. But we got to give him a shout out, too. Okay, so look, y'all, we are about to hop into it in a minute. Before we do, we're going to get some more people in here. We're going to let y'all know how we get down with this program, man. First and foremost, if you are new to the show, we talk about sports, right? We talk about hip-hop. We talk about rap. We talk about music in general. We uh, are the latest and greatest for releasing new music, right? There's new albums coming out every week. It seems like every month, right? Uh, we got the trade deadline that's about to, that's officially less than 24 hours away. Uh, so, you know, that's a lot of stuff. There's been a lot of crazy trades that happened with that. We talk about NFL. We got the Super Bowl coming this Sunday. At the end of the show, the guys is going to give you their picks, right? So we're going to ask for you guys' picks as well. Mind you, this ain't just no regular pick, take your pick, and then, you know, whatever happens, happens. Because what, what we're doing is you're going to make your picks, and if your team loses, you have to take – what is called a free throw. A free throw is what? When you're thinking about free throw, you're thinking about a what? A jumper, a shot, right? That's a shot. But nah, your team loses, so you have to take a field goal, which is three shots, all right? So that's for everybody that's listening, for you guys that's on here too, Corn and, and AD. So I hope y'all uh, think about all the show who you're going to pick, 
for the Super Bowl because if you don't if you don't make it, you got to take a whole field goal. Okay, right. y'all know how that goes. All right. <laughs> uh, okay, so what we gonna do? Free throws. Before we get into some of the topics, we're gonna talk about how important it is to have a platform where people can come talk about sports, talk about hip hop, talk about rap, talk about things that's going on in and urban wear, you know what I'm saying, that's going to build up the community, right? We got so many athletes that's transitioning back and forth from music to rap to, to sports. You know, you got the Drakes, you got the Lil Wayne's, things like that. Uh, you know, it's all over. So what we're going to do is, guys, you can, you can go ahead and pull up your free throw. We're going to wait for a few more people to come on, pull your free throw up, let people know what you're taking your free throw of. I am drinking a free throw of tequila. Jose Cuevo. Oh, you on, you on a tequila train tonight, huh? Yeah, I got I got I got to play it. I got to play it like that, man. I, I I got a little bourbon whiskey over here, man. I got a little Elijah Craig going on in my cup. Oh, man. that's you know how you saying? coming? I'm coming with the I'm coming with the whiskey tonight, bro. Oh. Shit, man. Kick it with my homie Jamie tonight, man. Oh, okay. yeah. Jamie, man. Yeah. Kick it with Jamie, man. See, I didn't get the memo that we was going uh, uh whiskey <laughs> out, you know. Hey. You no, know, I would have. I would have definitely went to Jamie, but that's cool. You know what I'm saying? What are y'all drinking out there, man? If you your drink of choice, let them know. Let us know what you're drinking because we definitely about to take this free throw in a minute before we go live. Because I'm telling you, we got a lot of hot stuff to talk uh, about, especially about this deadline. This uh, check in, check in, man. Check in, good people. You let know us what? know where you at. He <laughs> already ready over there. So, something already kicked off for uh one of these apps already it's another yeah. trade just happened yep oh yeah yep. we got a live update yeah people know what the new trade is man only on bars and buckets you get the latest updates on nba trade deadline what's the new trade so here we got a uh, utah jazz acquire nikhil alexander walker um they sending um the Jazz is sending uh Joe Ingles to Portland. So mm. you know Joe Ingles is a nice little shooter, man. Definitely yeah. a nice little shooter, man. Portland can be able to stretch the floor. And, stretch, and then uh. it, it helps out because they just lost CJ, so they need another shooter for a cheaper Facts. price. Facts. So it was uh it was a three team trade. Mm-hmm. But then it was mm. a bunch of a bunch of guys that never get off the bench on two K. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe, Joe still hurt though. Uh, oh, he was hurt. Yeah. yeah, Joe out for the year. I think he got towards ACL. Uh, oh man, okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so okay. they they just they just got this on some, you know. Right. You know what I mean? Okay. Y'all be sure y'all chime in, man. Where y'all let y'all come in before we take this free throw and we get cracking, man. Y'all be sure man. to chime in. Shout out to No Excuses ENT, man. That's right, man. Get these subscriptions up, my boy. Come on up in here, man. Be we sure appreciate you. Good, good. That's, that, that's my that's my ship, man. Man, we appreciate you. Oh, what's up, Frat? That's my see ship. you out here, man. That's my ship, man. <laughs> that's uh good looking, man. Good looking. Y'all better everybody's just tuning in. We taking free throws, and that's called shots over here, Bars and Buckets. So that's, uh, instead, of, instead of taking a shot, get you something to drink. We about get to you take something a to shot. drink. It's about to go down right now. About to go down. Pull up. Pull up. Pull up. Pull up. About in about one minute, we taking these free throws, man. So get your whichever you sipping on. Get your cigar, whatever you got going on. We about to get a cracker. Definitely. 
Man, this the this is the spot where you go come and chill, man. We want y'all to enjoy yourself when y'all check in, man. We just gonna vibe out. So we need y'all to be engaged. You know what I'm saying? As we having these conversations, you know, check in with your comments, man. Let let us know what you're thinking. All right. There it is. There it is. So I want to before we hop into the before we take our free throws, I want to remind everybody one more time, man. Adrian, tell them where they can go find us and where they can go subscribe to our channel to check out the latest news and what we're going online and stuff. Yes, sir, man. You got us on Facebook, Bars and Buckets Podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. We got a Facebook page and a Facebook group. Make sure you join both of those. And then we on YouTube, Bars and Buckets Podcast as well on YouTube. We got a YouTube channel. Man, make sure you click and subscribe, man. Um, like I say, this is going to be an unfiltered show. Um, this is not something like you've seen before. Um, you know, we just go enjoy ourselves. And, you know, the biggest thing for us is this, this is the engagement of our audience, man. So we want y'all to definitely chime in, definitely be active and uh, definitely make sure you share this live uh, wherever you are. Yeah. All right. All right. So look, man, hope y'all got y'all shots, y'all free throws ready. Get to the line. Take a couple dribbles, man. Got to knock these free throws. Out. All right, y'all ready? Yes, sir. <laughs> Right, ball in there. Let's do it, my boys. Mm. Mm. Woo! Go! It's that time. Let's do it. Mm. Yes, mm-hmm. Woo! Somebody gonna get some trouble tonight. Okay, so look. <laughs> Get into it, ladies and gentlemen, man. Everybody that's tuning in, be sure you go tell your friend to go tune in because we are definitely live. We are full of fact. Bars and buckets is about to get into this good talk. So I want to start to kick. I want to kick it off first, fellas. I want to talk about, of course, we got the trade deadline. Like I said, we got to talk about the trade. We're going to talk about Brown Flores. And at the end, we're going to kind of get our Super Bowl predictions for this Sunday because this Sunday is the Super Bowl, right? And keep in mind, whatever Super Bowl prediction that you pick, they better win because if not, next show, you got to take a field goal, which is three shots. And if everybody that's tuning in, all right, everybody that's tuning in, make your Super Bowl predictions. Write in the comments what you think about who's going to win, anything like that. Yeah, Be sure yeah. to take your free throws, all right? So, look, this is what I want to do before we get into all that. So, trade deadline is tomorrow. I think it's three or four time, three or four o'clock central. Yep. Like five. Yep. Three o'clock. So there's been a couple of trades that's happened. We can talk about that in a minute. But one of the biggest trades that's been going on talk-wise is the James Harden for Ben Simmons trade. And sources have said today that although people think that it's not real, it's very much real. They're just trying to figure out the framework of how to do it. And I think Philly is reluctant to give up. Uh, Corn, pronounce his name Maurice Tybal or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tybal, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I haven't seen the kid play too much. Is he pretty good? So he's he, you know, he's like a, a defensive specialist, man. So he, he's like a lockdown defender. Um, uh, but he's young, man. So I'm sure that they they looking at his his upside. Um, because he he'll, he'll definitely you know he could probably turn into those three three and D guys that we talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. So you know one of those guys that can you could put on a primary primary scorer for the other team. He can expand his energy there, but you don't really need him to score. But you need him like to knock down those open shots. So okay. that that's I think that's the vibe they they getting with him. But I, I think man he's I can understand why they wouldn't want to give him up because he's he's certainly a, a a useful piece to to what they got going on. Hey yo, yeah. 
Okay. So put y'all GM at y'all GM thinking cap on. Y'all the GM of the Philadelphia 76ers. Y'all the GM. No, matter of fact, Corn, you the GM of the Sixers. Mm. AD, you the GM of the, of the Brooklyn Nets. For sure. Okay. Can, can y'all make a deal for this to happen by tomorrow? What, what does the framework framework look like? E. Oh, man. I mean, because this well, is uh, let's really take out the technicalities of money. Right. Right, because you you know we don't know the inner workings of the budgets and this and that and cap space. None of us are real GMs. Mm-hmm. But if I'm Philly and I'm getting James Harden for Ben Simmons, I mean I guess this is straight up trade. But me, I would need I would need like a, a if I'm Philly, I need like a little point guard from him too. Mm. Mm-hmm. I need like a little. Mm-hmm. I need like a small facilitator. I know I'm getting a score. I'm getting somebody's gonna put up buckets. I know I'm definitely getting that. But I need somebody's gonna come out and just run run the plays for me. Yeah, put people in position. I could see that. I could see that. And um, yeah, I could definitely see that piece uh, because you know if you're getting you know you're getting a score right, you you're getting pretty much an automatic bucket with James Harden coming. Um, you know, the issue now becomes, you know, I think he's been sitting out like the last five games. Who hard? So, yeah. Okay. So they, they say it's hamstring related, but I think he on his Houston kick. Yeah. So behind the scenes, I think he he's sitting out to demand this trade. Um and and here's the, the reality is this though, and, and I and I think all the bros will agree to it. Um that swamp, even if I mean if they did like straight up with maybe some smaller pieces. I mean, I think it's a win-win uh, because, you know, the Nets getting Ben Simmons, uh, who's pretty much a pure facilitator, right? Plus you're getting a better, plus you're getting a better defender, right? You're getting a better defender and a pure facilitator, which is what you need on that team because you already got the scores, right? Yeah. Um, the Sixers, you get that, that additional score to give you a boost to go with uh, Embiid, who my God is playing on, <laughs> Uh, MVP level this year. I mean, his 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 game right now is ridiculous. Um, so I think it's a win win on both sides if you did it. But I think that uh, from the Sixers the Sixers side, they definitely trying to uh, get the bank right. They they definitely trying to get as much out of it as possible. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's holding them back. But I also think at the same time they trying to force them to play. Because they didn't got a few good packages thrown at them. Right, right. So I want to say the Kings, this was a couple of weeks ago, man. The Kings was about to risk it all for Ben Simmons, man. And they, Max. Philly, turned them away. Um, they just risked, they was risked it all. The Kings just risked it all for goddamn it, uh, Sabonis. I mean, we, well, we can get into that one because I, I, y'all, y'all like to trade Sabonis, you know, and they're in, uh, what's the yeah. other guy named Holiday and that, you know, for the Kings, but. I don't know, man. I think that was – we live in a guard-heavy league now, right? Tyrese Halliburton, when he came out, mm-hmm. when he came out, he was projected to go top 10. Now, he slipped a little bit, right. but he showed in his first season that, oh, this guy can hoop. So, if you put him with that backcourt in uh, Indiana and then you flip Sabonis over there to the Kings, 
what where is the who where's the real win there? Because the Kings ain't even gonna make the play in, I don't think, especially in the West. I mean, looking at the trade, but see the it was really the upside was for the Pacers. The upside was for I mean it, it benefited both teams because like Sabonis is now going west, which that's where he came up through. The west. Okay. So that gives the Kings a nice solid piece. But then when you look at it for, uh, let's see, Indiana, mm-hmm. now they're getting Ty- Tyrese Halliburton. They're they making up because they just lost Karis LeVert. So they're right. they kind of getting that piece back. Uh, hmm. They said uh, Buddy Hill. That's buckets. Oh, uh, yeah. And then Tristan Thompson, which you're getting rebounds. You're getting somebody that's going to defend a halfway decent rim protector. Mm-hmm. And he's definitely gonna rebound the ball. He's gonna rebound the ball. Hmm. You know what I think, man? I think that as we near this trade deadline tomorrow, man. Once again, everybody, thank you for tuning in to Bars and Buckets. Be sure you go and subscribe. Go to the YouTube channel, Bars and Buckets. Go to the Instagram, Bars and Buckets. Go to the Facebook page, Bars and Buckets. Man, subscribe and comment, man. Comment below if you into sports, if you into hip hop and rap and things like that. We talking about all that on the show. Get into them, man, because we're definitely about to keep it going, right? And also, be sure to take your free throws, man. What free throws is, the bars and buckets is, it's not just a shot, you know? Normal people take shots. We're not normal people. We take free throws, all right? <laughs> right, right, so right. Get your free, if you haven't taken your free throw already, get it, take it, and chime into the conversation. So, just piggybacking off of what we're talking about. We're talking about the NBA trade deadline, things that's happened already, and potentially what could happen with Ben Simmons and James Harden, but there's another person that's kind of heavy, and I know you guys are L.A. fans, the Lakers fans, and all that stuff. Do y'all think Russell Westbrook should get traded? And if so, who the hell? This nigga been traded nine times in two years. Who <laughs> yeah, man, y'all back down <laughs> off Brody, man. Back down off Brody. But I think he needs to be moved, but they talk about – Trading him for John Wall, like and putting him back in Houston. Yeah, that's not I mean, beneficial. That's not at all. Like it's I wouldn't backwards. Yeah, I wouldn't even take that. You know what I'm saying? Here's for who? A, uh Wall for Westbrook. Yeah, they're trying to do wall for Westbrook. That's another rumor that's out there. Yeah, yeah. It's that's not, it's hustling backwards. Yeah. Um, the Lakers, if I'm the Lakers, if you're the Lakers, you're not gonna take that trade. But John Wall, granted, John Wall is a hooper. Yeah, we know this. Yep. We done seen all the all the different videos that's, that he's posted on Instagram and all these mm-hmm. other things he's posted on. But he ain't been in the league. In, like, he ain't played in the league in about two, three years now. Yeah. At least two, for sure. He he's, he's, it's going to take him a minute. It's going to take him a minute. And I think with Brody, it's just simply playing next to that man. He playing next to dude. And dude makes no one better, man. <laughs> dude. No one who gets is, better. Who is- who is dude? I don't even like saying his name. I don't like saying uh, his name. Number six. Yeah, number six. Number six. From Akron, Ohio. Yeah, that, that he doesn't guy. doesn't make anybody better. Nobody gets better playing. Look what he did to Bosch, Kevin Love. And he turned Kevin Love into Scott Williams. Man. <laughs> John Sally out here, man. <laughs> right. Uh, Bill Cartwright. So, so what you, you know, I think if you move Westbrook, right, if you move him, I think you get guys who don't need the ball, right? That, that's, that's what the reality is. If you, you playing with number six, 
you got to be in a position where you just don't need the ball. Like you got to be kind of like a, a microwave where you can hit those open shots when necessary um, and things like that, because he's the offense is ball dominant, man. It's, it's just, you know, and I, and me personally, I mean, even though he's not uh healthy all the time, but like I'm running my offense through street clothes because as at, at his position, you know, at his position, man, he's he's definitely, you know, when healthy, he's extremely effective. Like, you know, in terms of what what he could bring to the table. Um, so that's who I would really be running my offense through. But you already know what what that is when it comes to number six. So, um, and you know, he get the ball and be doing whatever with the ball for about fifteen seconds of the twenty four second shot clock, and then you want somebody to bail you out. You know what I mean? So. That that's the so I think you gotta have a guy who is just really okay with um being in the background and just hitting that open shot and just being ready, right? You can't really have nobody who is um, you know, ball dominant. Um and you really got three guys who are ball dominant because in order for the reason Westbrook was so effective is he had the ball in his hand, um, and was the one kind of making the plays and doing everything. Where, where, where this one, he's kind of – he got to play uh, Robin right now, you know. Uh, maybe not even Robin. He probably got to play uh, – what, what's my man? Alfred. Yeah, he's definitely playing Alfred. Alfred. Yeah, he got to play definitely Alfred right now. Alfred. You know what I mean? So, so if, if we thinking – okay, one of you guys look up for me because the Clippers made two trades this week mm-hmm. that I think benefit them more – Playoff wise, because Definitely. I think Kawhi, I think Kawhi will be back at some point in the playoffs. PG will be back at some time in the playoffs. Who did the Clippers pick up? They picked up Coverton and who? Norman Powell. Yeah, they got them from Portland. Okay. So you think of that squad? You got mm-hmm. Reggie over there, right? Reggie Jackson. Um, Zubats. Um. I'm trying to think of all of these guys, Batum. Like, they got some good role players. I don't know yeah. what – can somebody check and see what seed they is right now in the West? Is they, like, seventh or eighth? Right now they above uh, – they they will be in the play-in. So, right now I think they're, uh, like, eighth. Um, so, they would be definitely in the play-in game. Wait, they, they eighth? Like, eighth seed. Where, where are the Lakers? Shoot, they they worse than them. Uh, I want to say they, they now, like, the ninth or the tenth seed at this point. So, um, yeah, right this now, is what I'll, this right is now what I'll the Lakers say. will be playing uh, the Supersonics. Yep. yep. If the Lakers don't <laughs> trade, if they don't, if they don't trade Russell Westbrook by three o'clock tomorrow, yeah, they will not make the playoffs. Mm. They won't make the playoffs. I'm they are, yeah. Them play even just against the Bucks. Now, granted, the, the Bucks has won the championship last year. Okay, I give you that. But if y'all remember at the beginning of the season when they were signing all these old people, Carmelo, Dwight, you know, uh, uh, Jordan, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, what I'm saying all these old. What's the other guy name? Um, I, I can't think of his name, but these older players, right? right? They were saying, "Oh, we're gonna be straight. It's all about chemistry. It's all about chemistry." But y'all getting blew out the water by these teams. These teams are younger and they're hungrier. And who is y'all bench? Right. 
Right now, the Lakers are ninth and the Clippers are eighth. Lakers ninth, Clippers eighth. Yep, that's yeah. about right. Yep, yeah. yep. They, they're a game behind uh, the Clippers. <laughs> say, say, Bill Cartwright. That's funny. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, man. Like, I don't. You know, the thing that, and I, and I get the um, the notion that the league is different more player control, all that stuff. You know, I, I get that notion, man. But, like, at some point, it, it got to be about you you taking that personal um, that personal challenge, you know, and doing what you need to do. Like, Palenka, Palenka the GM, right, by title. Mm-hmm. But we know who the GM is. Mm-hmm. Like, you have, you, you running, you know, you're running your decisions through number six, Right, you're running your decisions through them and figuring out, okay, how do you like this move? How do you think this was set up? You know what I'm saying? And um, you know, you you put yourself in this bind, and I think this is the reason why a lot of people struggle um, with number six in terms of the level of of, of respect and admiration you give them, um, because it just feels like it's always a build a build a bear. You know, you're trying to build the best possible thing, but you you're not putting pieces around you that benefit you. You're mm-hmm. looking for that star power. You're looking for, you know, for the big name. But like Malik Monk is clearly the best. You know, what I'm saying one of the best role play- players on their team. But he fits the mold because Malik don't need the ball, right? So Malik going he gonna get hot for you, give you some shots. He can drive. He's athletic, right? So them the guys. If you're number six, them the guys you really be needing to get. Of course, you you need a, a one-two punch, right? Everybody needs that. But in terms of who you're going out for and trying to build, man, that's just – I think that's what rubs me the wrong way about it. Like, I don't care about, about players having options and being a player-driven league. Right. But, at, but at some point, man, you got to just buckle down or something, man. Like, let people do their job, you know? Right. So – Okay, once again, man, y'all, thank y'all for taking the bars and buckets, man. Be sure y'all go subscribe to the pages on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. We are officially live talking about the NBA trade deadline. Um, be sure you comment as well. Tell us what you think about the trade deadline. Tell us what you want your trades to be, what's your favorite team, and be sure to take your free throw, man. Your free throw is taking a shot. We taking shots here, baby. We getting the crack it, all right? Yes, so sir. Uh, touch on the Bulls, right? Chicago Bulls, before the season started, I was having debates at work with people saying, we ain't even going to make the play in. Right, right. right. They, they, they was just, yeah, chemistry, they was talking about all this stuff. Talking about DeRozan was the worst uh, signing free agent. Ball is this and everything like that right now. Right. Granted, we have been having some injuries. It's crazy, mm-hmm. right? Patrick Williams went down before the season started. We lost Alonzo Ball to surgery. We lost Caruso. You know, things like that. COVID, I, exactly I, 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 you know what I'm saying? So back and forth injuries, but we still in the top four. We, we held down number one for a while. Now, I'm going to float this by y'all. And, and the viewers, you tell me what you think, because I've seen something about this earlier, and I think this might not be a bad idea as far as a trade, right? Would y'all trade Patrick Williams or... What's my man name? Um, the point the guard, that, Kobe uh, White. Kobe White. I'm drawing a blank. Mm-hmm. Patrick and or Kobe or uh, Jeremy Grant. 
Or right now they had a table on they had it on the table right now. We'll give you Christian Wood or we'll give you Jeremy Grant right now for Patrick Williams first round or Patrick Williams and Kobe White. Would you take that trade as the Bulls? Um, I mean both both guys are now, Earth mind you, more. Grant Grant is going to. This is like he's he'll be a free agent this summer, so he's going to want the bag. He's going mm-hmm. to want to get. He's going to mm-hmm. he's going to want that type of money this summer, right? Yeah. See, when you talk about the money and the cap space to it all, um, he may not be the the, the best option for mm-hmm. us. Even though personally, I think he is. Yep. Okay. Personally, to win it all right now this year. The reason I say that is is because. He can like basically when Vucevic is struggling, you got another big out there that can that can move. You, yeah, they they can play high low. They can do different things. Um, it's 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 endless for him. Jeremy Grant, athletic. He got heart. I'm saying he he come to play every game like he's a hustler. And if you put that with what they already have going on, he just he gonna he gonna fall in line. He gonna gel real quickly. Now, Christian Wood, he's a shooter. He's a slasher. You got to find spots on the floor to put him. See, like Jeremy, you ain't really got to run a lot, whole lot of plays for him. Right. You ain't got to run a whole lot of plays for him. Mm-hmm. Christian Wood, you're going to have to set him up. You're going to have to set him up. You're going to have to find spots. You're going to have to rearrange this playbook yep. in order to fit him in. Jeremy Grant, put him on the floor. And he going to fill in where the gaps are, grab rebounds, put it back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree with that, man. I, I would say, man, like like for sure, Grant is the better option in terms of how we're trying to move as an organization, um, especially if you keep the pieces intact that we have. Um, but I would even be looking at some kind of agreement. Like if I'm if I'm going that route, like I gotta I gotta know that you um you know what I'm saying I got I gotta know like that you looking to 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 be a, a long term piece. Right, because if I'm gonna give up my first round pick, you know what I'm saying? I, I gotta know. E- even though he's been injured, right? So we haven't really seen him um come to fruition because he's been injured. Um, and I'm talking about Patrick Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh and, and I do think he has the potential to really be um impactful in a in a league that really don't have true big men, right? Where that stretch four is really really the, the the key cog in in, in that um but like right now based off of how the rosen is playing or levine is playing you know vooch is finding his rhythm you know we know vooch is you know offensive threat you know defense can be better but um and here's that's the additional piece right so we know vooch is kind of a liability defensively you bring grant over right that that that's an instant upgrade in terms of that helps side defense and that that athleticism. So, yeah, Grant Grant would definitely be the win over over Wood, even though Wood got game. But you have to tailor too much to to Wood. So, and, and Grant, another I want to add another thing before we move on. Grant is really good at playing defense on the pick and roll. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. And we already that. seen Vucevic been struggling all season guarding people off the pick and roll. Yep. So. Think about the East, what all they have in common, right? Like as far as what the Bulls don't have. 
You think of Milwaukee, they get Giannis. They got uh, Philly. They got Embiid. What do what do those two have in common that the Bulls don't have? Size, right? Yeah. When it come down right. to crunch time, who gonna stop Embiid? Who stop? Now, stop is a, a, a sketchy word, but who are right. these gonna go out there and give me give me six fouls on him? I right. Mean, stop is. Not gonna happen. Stop is twenty-seven <laughs> and fifteen. Right, right. Let's stop. Right. With Embiid, um, what the Bulls don't have is a dominant big, like Vucevic, yeah. two up and down. Right, right. Like if that's why, or like, our like in the group, uh, you know, mm-hmm. for a lot of people don't know, bars and buckets ain't nothing but our group, our group chat. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. like I was saying before, like if they had like a a Miles Turner type. The Bulls had a Miles Turner type, somebody that can mm-hmm. kind of do it all, play down low, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, shoot the 10- to 12-footer, you know what I'm saying, knock it down. The Bulls would make a lot of noise. The Bulls yes, would make sir. a lot of noise. They, they'd be way better than they are now. Just yeah. the fact that Vucevic – now, in Orlando, Vucevic was – A machine. 20, yeah, 20 and 15. Yeah. 20, 20 points, 20 boards. Like, he was doing that. But it's like here, I guess the ball is being taken out of his hand a yep. little more. We got too yep. many people. And Orlando, he was he was the he was focus. the primary option. Yeah, yeah, he was the focus. So yeah. hey, yeah, he was the primary option. And 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 I'm a I'm a double back on this too. But you know, we just had a uh, just had a audience member join us to pose the question about the Bulls. You know, thinking if the Bulls would make a trade before the deadline. I mean, mm-hmm. listen, when it when it comes to the new management we got. With with AK, I don't I don't put nothing past him, man, because he's like since he's been here, he's made some some moves that people thought you know wasn't gonna happen. Yeah. Um, so I'm almost positive that he's probably behind the scenes thinking about ways to make the team better. I wouldn't be surprised if he pulled the trigger, especially on a Patrick Williams, um, Kobe White. It, or Kobe White, right? I wouldn't be surprised if he pulled that trigger. Um, so I would say it's it's fifty fifty right now because I haven't heard much. In terms of um, you know, the the real talk behind it, um, we heard mentions of it, but it's not like real real strong. But again, the trade deadline is tomorrow, so a lot can happen between you know tonight and tomorrow at uh, three p.m. Um, but yeah, bro, like you said though, you know, in Orlando, Vooch was the primary option. So you know, coming down, he was like, I right, I'm gonna get my touches. Like he, it was automatic. You knew he was getting touches. Um, here, you know, you gotta play behind Debo. You gotta kind of play behind uh, Zach, and, and which I mean, honestly, looking at what Debo's doing, he he deserves to be primary option, right? He he deserves to have that ball in his hand, just based off of how he's been performing all year. So, um, but I think that the last few games, though, Vooch is starting to find his his uh, his place a little bit. And starting to understand how he can really maximize his role on the team with two two guards slash fours that can you know make it happen. Um, and I and I think and I'm gonna throw this out here too. I'm gonna say that the reason Vooch has been finding his rhythm and been so successful is Io having to play point the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Io been definitely dishing to that man, been dishing to him. Io has, Io has made sure like I'm attacking the basket. 
I'm gonna keep my head up. I'm gonna look for, you know, look for that open man. But he, man, he's been getting Vooch involved. And because of that, Vooch, you know, even though he's not touching every time, he knows like if I just do this and find myself open, he's gonna get me the ball. Mm-hmm. Right. So so that plays a big role in that rhythm, too. So so I, let me let me let me switch it up a bit then because and, and thanks for the for the question, bro. And then thank everybody for tuning in. Be sure you go subscribe wherever. Our platforms and Instagram, YouTube is just bars and buckets straight out. Subscribe for all the shows and all the updates, right? Think about this though. Would it be more beneficial in the long run for the Bulls management to say, look, we got Patrick Williams still on his rookie deal. Kobe White is expected to get a pay raise this summer. Okay. But what if we Stand pat at the deadline. Hear me out. We stand pat, stand pat at the deadline, mm-hmm. and look at the buyout market, right? Because the buyout market might benefit us a little bit more with people like Thad Williams might get uh, bought out, or Abaka, or these bigs, you know, that 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 don't really benefit the team, or the team might be trying to go young, right? We can actually, and I'm gonna throw a curveball at this at y'all that people don't like. All right. Think you need to say, okay, you know what, Boogie? I know you had a lot going on with different teams. Come on, Boogie. Come on, rock with us for the second half of the season. We need you down here. Boogie with this team. Now, other teams, okay, but Boogie with this team would showcase that we needed that type of presence. Because Boogie ain't afraid to foul you. He ain't afraid to get nasty in the paint. He ain't afraid to get them rebounds. You know, he could be the perfect, actually the perfect compliment to Boots because Boots is more of a pick and pop. You know, Boogie going to be down there in the, in the dirt getting the rebounds and, and taking them charges. Yeah, I thought they should have grabbed him uh, before Milwaukee did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Milwaukee wound up grabbing him. I lost track of him after there. He was uh, Denver. Okay. See, I mean – and. See now, when they take Jokic out, you slide Boogie in. You still getting somebody that he's not gonna facilitate the way Joke the Joker does, but right. he can pass, he can shoot, he can do a lot. He just his knees bad, so he can't move the way you want him to. Mm-hmm. So he moves like the Joker. And if the Joker can be successful playing the way he is, definitely Boogie can get out. Boogie yeah. can definitely get out. And I the Bulls definitely slept on that. They slept on that. And they should have grabbed him. They should have grabbed him. I agree. I agree. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I mean, we still got, you know, less than 24 hours. There's a lot of moves that could be made. I just literally just read something while we was on air saying that the Bulls are, quote, unquote, you know how this goes, uh-huh. quote, unquote, in talks, right? Yep. In talks to try to get uh, Schroeder and Mar- and Marcus uh, Morris, the one the Morris brothers with the Celtics. Yeah. Mm, okay. Trying yeah. to get those two for um, you know a second round pick and Troy Brown, right? Now, I don't know what the other Morris brother is, but last time I remember they was gritty. They Miami. They, they, they gritty. Miami. Yeah, okay, Miami. Okay, yeah. Okay. okay. So what do y'all think about that if that was to happen? A second round pick? Second round pick and Troy Brown. And Troy Brown. 
I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's that we not even go. Oh, that's all y'all want. Oh, yeah, we, we'll take that because because you, you know what you're gonna get from Morris from we'll the Morris even, twin. We'll even pay for their airfare, right? We, <laughs> we'll, we'll pay for the move. You know, you need a moving truck, we got you. We'll, we'll put that in the budget, whatever you need, right? Because I mean, you know, that's we know what we're gonna get with, with him, right? So when, when I talk about a stretch four, too, that's a Morris twin. Right, that's somebody who who can play uh, multiple positions. That's somebody who plays defense. Right, um, is gritty, like you said. And then Schroeder, I mean, Schroeder is who he is. Now we might be getting Schroeder on a, on a loan um, because he yeah. is on a one year, so we might be getting him on a loan. But based off of kind of the injuries that we've been having, that specifically the point guard position may not be a bad move. Right. Okay. Yeah, vet. So even if Lonzo, you know, when he do come back, you know what I'm saying, like if he kind of dragging a little bit, mm-hmm. you can put Schroeder out there, you're going to lose a little, a little, you know, facilitating. But you definitely going to get some buckets out of him. Mm. Uh, yeah. I, I, to be honest with you, I can't – what I can say, I've never really seen Schroeder make a mistake on the court. Like I've never seen him – like careless turnovers, like I haven't seen him do that. So, from a point guard stand standpoint, I say he's you know solid point guard. Yeah, he's not yeah. known for dishing the ball yeah. like that. He's not a Chris Paul or Lonzo Ball, Lamelo Ball. You know what I'm saying? He's not that, but he's he ain't gonna hurt you. Nah, he, he get and he can get downhill, right? He can yeah. get downhill quick. So think about the Bulls' offense. Mm-hmm. And think about the flow of how our offense is. We we are, you know, kind of a pick and roll, uh, a drive and kick team, right? Mm-hmm. So being the ability to get downhill, man, is like in that offense, you're probably going to eat all day long. Mm-hmm. And he can shoot. He got a decent shot on him, especially if you catch him in that corner. Catch him in that corner. Yep. He made a lot of big shots in OKC, man. Oh, okay. Bum, 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 bum. Uh-oh, uh-oh. What we got? Some according to Hoops Hype News, the Bulls are in talks with the Sacramento Kings to acquire Marvin Bagley. Okay. Okay. For Portland's first round pick, Brown, conditional second pick, second round pick. Marvin Bagley needs to get out of. Wow. Okay. He needs to be out of Sacramento. His daddy. What happened to Marvin? What happened to him though? He's been kind of quiet. He ain't been playing. (laughs) Sacramento happened, bro. Sacramento (laughs) happened. He he got there, and his daddy been crying for him to leave for like the last year and a half. Like his pops been on it. Yeah. His pops been on it. Like man, get him out of here. Get him. So I know early in the season they were talking about grabbing Marvin Bagley, Um, athletic. Let's see what he about six nine six ten. Yep, he can handle the ball. Um, as your average six nine six ten person can do, he he ain't like KD with it or nothing like that. But would you give up a first for him? I mean, he's still young. He's still okay. young. Let's see, Marvin Bagley. I'm saying I like to speak in facts. He, so he yeah. from Duke, right? He came from Duke, right? Is that right? Yep, yep. One one and done. Marvin Bagley only twenty two. Yeah, he's still young. So you just got another first round pick. You know what I'm saying? Like, he can play for the Bulls for the next 10 years. 
Yeah. Matter of fact, guys he, think? He was Everybody the that's pick. tuning in, what do you think about that 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 proposed trade that the Bulls are in talks with to acquire Marvin Bagley for a first round pick, uh, 2022? That um, we own in Portland's for and Troy Brown and a conditional second round pick. Would you pull that trade if you're the Bulls? Yeah, we could. We can. Uh, we can replace Troy Brown, man. <laughs> we can we we we, we, could, we could find a, another Troy Brown, bro, hopefully a better Troy Brown. But... Give me a Bulls jersey, on the right? Bulls right. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> man, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like I I I I've been known to hit some wide open jump shots, man. That you know, that's that's easy money right there. Just hire me. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. We're gonna see. I mean, that that I would. I think I would take that. Um, there's going to be a lot of deals between now and tomorrow that's going to be Definitely. happening yeah. and things like that. I think that the moves that's happened so far, we want to touch on trade deadline for a few more minutes before we go into the next segment. But yeah, the, the moves that happened so far, I want y'all to give me a grade on them, right? Okay. Give me a grade on the Levert trade from from uh, the Pacers to Cleveland. What do, you, what do you think about that trade? Give me a eight of eight is F trade. I mean, grade on that. Mm. Careless Levert. Went to Cleveland Cavaliers from the Pacers, and the Pacers got um, Ricky Rubio's contract and a future first. Um, hmm. I think that uh, the Cavaliers, you know, certainly the Cavaliers won that trade. Okay, uh, without a doubt, uh, we. But and and I and I'm going to say based off of their need, um, that was that was based off of their need. That was an a trade. Because they got enough bigs, they have enough long guys, but they didn't have outside of um, Sexton and uh, Garland, uh, their two guards. Yeah. They they didn't have like somebody else. Like, listen, Levert, man, it was so crazy about Levert, and even um, you know Jared Allen when they got rid of him too. The Nets, like Levert, is like a microwave, bro. You remember Vinny Johnson, like for Boston, uh-huh. like. When he heat up, like it ain't nothing you could do. Like I, we literally just watched the Bulls go against this man before he got traded, and he went off for almost thirty points in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was getting buckets in Brooklyn. I mean, buckets, bro. Like it, yeah. it's nothing because he has size. He has size. He has speed, um, and his his uh, pace is good. Yeah. So I mean, that that's definitely for me. You know, that's definitely a win for. For Cleveland, man. So I got to give them. I definitely got to give them a prop on that one. I'm definitely I'm gonna go, I'm gonna follow you with that. Definitely give it an A trade. Um, echoing exactly what you just said, uh, but Karis is really smart with the ball. Yep. And he was getting buckets. Him and Spencer Dinwiddie was running Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. This is what made this what. Remember, this is what turned on a man. If they can get a, Ke- uh, a Kevin Durant, if they can get a Kyrie Irving, this yeah. team here, this was just only this was pandemic like pre pandemic. Yeah, the Vets mm-hmm. was making noise, and it was Karis LeVert, Spencer Dinwiddie. So, Karis, I know he wound up having like a liver issue or a kidney issue, mm-hmm. something uh, like that. Yeah, sidelined him for a while. I know it rescinded a trade some years ago, but I think this is his opportunity to get going again. He on a young team, exciting team, because Cleveland is exciting to watch oh, yeah. for, like, oh, real yeah. basketball fans that are actually tuning in to watch basketball. Definitely exciting with their fourth in the East. 
Um, it actually pairs him with an old teammate, Jared Allen, mm-hmm. out there in Cleveland. So he has somebody out there to you know, kind of show him the ropes a little bit and kind of a familiar face where he don't feel like the you know the you know the new man on the team. You know what I'm saying? He got somebody like, no, nah, this is my man's. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I give it a. And, and how and, and look, how crazy is this though? I'm, I'm gonna throw this at y'all because I don't even know if you, you know, if y'all really looked at this. How okay. crazy, how crazy is it that we have three teams in the top four in the East out of the Central Division? And that's amazing. I mean, after wow. year, after years of watching like the Central Division be at the bottom, I think it's good, man. You know what I'm saying? Like Bucks, Bulls, Cavs. Bucks mm-hmm. two, Bulls three, Cavs four. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the Cavs coming. I didn't see the Cavs. I don't think nobody coming. did. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see the Cavs coming. Definitely didn't see the Cavs coming. Um, I admit I was one of the people that uh spoke about the Bulls. I didn't say like Demar Derozan was gonna like a if I if I can't remember if I did in our in the group chat. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad to see their piece. I remember just saying like we'll see. I remember saying that like we'll see. We'll see what they'll do. Reggie was automatically like they going to the ship championship. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but. He was right. He was right. They, they, I mean, they got a real shot at it. They just got to beat Giannis. They, well, first, they got to figure out how to get past Embiid before they even get to Giannis. Size. The only, the real reason, the real way. Look, and I and I look and I and I study these games when it comes to matchups. The Bulls struggle against. They don't start up struggle against perimeter. They don't struggle against shooting. They don't even struggle against people teams that's good in transition. Mm-hmm. They struggle against size, man. People they play with size exploits their weakness. They pick and roll, especially with Booch. Booch is automatic. When they played the Spurs, bro, Pop said Pop ran that pick and roll for cap one and seven plays straight. Because <laughs> <laughs> they know it worked on him. So yeah. because we know Booch is a pick and pop. Now he gonna he gonna knock that if you give him a look good look at that three he gonna knock it down mm-hmm. because we know he's a pick and pop we need that complement four that's gonna get down and dirty we shouldn't have shooting guards and point guards down there trying to get rebounds right mm-hmm. so we need that four that's gonna get down there and get those boards because once you get those boards you already know once you get a board Lonzo Ball gonna film right yeah, he go transition you yeah. know what I'm saying Caruso film yeah. he gonna get that ball and that's where the Bulls are strong at. You know what I'm saying? So, if we can somehow between now and tomorrow pick up a quality big that can get down there and get those boards and let Boots be – you got to let Boots – that's what Boots do. Let him go there. Now, if he in the paint, he can do his thing offensively, but defensively mm-hmm. he's a liability. Right. So, I think that as far as our division, uh, I, I just I just want us to – because I'm telling you, Cleveland, they're young and they're scrappy. We forget that marketing over there, all right? Yep. Marketing mm-hmm. over there, and he a marksman, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he he a marksman over there. I'm, right. I'm not. I wasn't big on Larry, but I'm saying he over there. He doing his thing. They got great. Uh, you know, what's the rookie they got over there too in Cleveland? The big um tall guy, um, Mobley. Mobley. Yep. Right. So yep. they they got players over there. Yep. The same man. We we better not sleep on the we better not sleep on them. We need to do something. We need to get it going. So last grade for the trade deadline. I want y'all to tell me about 
the new the newest one that happened that that's mm-hmm. kind of big with the Sabonis and going over there to the Kings for Tyrese Halliburton and Buddy Hill. Like, give me a grade on that one because this is interesting. Uh. Mm. Like I say, I, for the for the Pacers with what they're getting back with everything, I'm gonna give it a a A. I'm gonna give it a A. Oh, okay. Uh, Halliburton is replacing what they lose with Karis Levert. Um, I hate to see Sabonis go to basketball hell in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I hate to see him go to basketball that's, hell. That's exactly what's about to happen. Um, but and that's why they're trying to trade uh, Bagley now. But I could see him and De'Aaron Fox yeah. forming something. Yeah, I could see them forming something, but it's going to be a while before somebody be like, you know what? I'm going to move to Northern California. Right. Somebody be right. like, I want to do like those years of, you know, Mike Bibby, Chris Weber, Bobby Jackson, Doug mm-hmm. Christie, those days are over in Sacramento unless they put it together. They didn't switch owners, coaches a hundred times, GMs. It's like at this point, I don't know what is going to happen in Sacramento. So I, like I say, Sacramento, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's, I mean, it was good for them to pick up Sabonis, so I give them an A as well for grabbing Sabonis. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, what they going to do with it? Yeah. Facts. Yeah, I, 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 I'm I, right with you, bro. I'm right in line with that with that assessment. Um, I've always been a, a big Sabonis uh, fan, though. Um, I just think his game is, you know, his pops, man, was really, really sound, too. Mm-hmm. And I think he picked up a lot of just just the calming, um, you know, just being able to really navigate the game in a calm way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, he's he's playing like above his age. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He, he's playing above his age. So um, I certainly think that Sacramento has a lot of. Um, I think they got quite a few big guys, but but they of course been trying to move them mm-hmm. to you know to make room for them. For what they know, what they're getting for Sabonis, they know they got to give him the ball. Like they got to, they, they got to give him the ball. Like it's no, it's no way he he's he stays. And you like, oh, you just gonna play me like that? So they know they got to give him the ball. But like you say, bro, him and him and Fox can form something real formidable, man, and yeah. uh, and take off with that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I'm and I'm and I'm back and forth looking at this 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 app hoops hoops hyper. Mm-hmm. Um, that is aggressively that I'm reading trying to acquire Fox. Sacramento right. not giving up De'Aaron Fox, man. They'd be dumb to do that. This is a team that's aggressively, and I'm reading it right now, looking to acquire him. And it's a team out the West, right? Out the West that is sneaky good. They have a great two guard, have group pieces around them. And they play in Texas. Oh, uh, I was uh, thinking as soon as you said a good two go, yeah. I started thinking Dallas. Yeah. If thinking De'Aaron Dallas. Fox, if he goes to Dallas, tell me that's not going to change seating in the West. Almost oh, definitely. Oh, definitely will. But it all goes down to see, and that may change Luca's game a lot because he used to having the ball in his hand. Mm-hmm. That's going to change mm-hmm. Luca's game. See, Luca and Luca still at that. I mean, I even know that'd be, that'd be a good trade. 
even though he's been playing professionally for, for years, I think he's still trying to figure out who he is in the NBA. Right, right. And I think a trade like that may actually hurt him because he's still ball dominant. You know what I'm saying? Like who, is, who is who is Bronson? Oh, Bron. Okay, okay. That's I the see. point guard. That's yeah. the point guard. I they think got. they're trying to. I think they're trying to add him into the uh, package for for Fox. No, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like to see it happen. You know, just to see what becomes of it. Because yeah. De'Aaron Fox is still young. He can be molded into what Dallas need him to do. Mm-hmm. So those two can play together. But Mark can, Cuban is can, aggressive. Yeah, Mark Cuban is aggressive. Yeah, he's definitely going to spin a bag to keep them two. If he has to for the next 10, 15 years. So he'll keep them together. It's just like. Who's all over there with Dallas? Oh, is Pazinga still over there, right? Yeah. Yeah, Pazinga's. Pazinga's still there, but he he ain't. He's, he's, you know, street clothes. Yeah. Number two. Street clothes legend. (laughs) (laughs) Street clothes. He ain't dribbled a basketball almost since New York. Yeah, almost. I mean, he got a few reps in Dallas, but I got a lot of role players, man. Tim yeah. Hardaway, uh, Junior. Oh, okay. Um, I forgot about him. Okay. Um, uh, what's Finney uh, Smith? Finney Smith. Yep. Yeah. Um, so just a lot of role players, man. They don't really got no. I mean, in terms of star power, you know, when when I when Porzingis was in New York, he was like, oh shit, okay, like yeah, he could be a formidable duel with somebody. But now it's just like, all right, Luca, you you just got to do this, right. man, because you by yourself, man. They got Lori Markin and Junior. <laughs> Lori Markin and Junior. <laughs> uh, what that say it says Luca out of shape this Luca year. Luca out of shape this year. Is he really? I haven't paid attention. Is Luca out of shape? I, I can't say. I haven't really oh, seen wait, a lot no, of Luca. No, don't get me wrong. Luca ain't been the most in shape motherfucker in the last time. None of them. He's always been, had a, right. you know, Weird little shape to me, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he always been shaped like somebody's uncle. <laughs> <laughs> but if y'all remember though, draft between Trey and Luca, because you remember Dallas and Atlanta, they was going back. They traded. Yeah, him they were right young. next to each other. So years later, I think it's three years later now. Do you? Would you? Do you still agree with that trade, Luca? You like right now? Would you trade Luca for Trey Young? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So put Luca on the Hawks and put Trey on the Mavericks. Is that a difference in their like their their record right now? Uh, yeah, especially with Trey Young, he's been struggling. Put put Luca put Luca with John Collins and, and uh, Bogdanovich and yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that's <laughs> oh yeah. And before I mean before last week, Cam Reddish. Was yep. down there, down yep. here in New York with yep. his old college teammate. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they would have been decent. They'd have been yeah. decent. It would have opened up Cam Reddish handling the ball more. Facts. Facts. So y'all, y'all starting the team right now. Y'all picking Luca over Trey Young. Yes, I'm going. I'm gonna go with size. I'm gonna Most go with. Definitely. I'm getting okay. the same ball handling. I'm getting the same shooting. I'm getting the same. I mean, Trey Young been struggling for a minute. Trey Young, he he's also one of the people that have been struggling uh because they're not blowing the whistle on the free throws like that. Right, right. He falling into that James Harden, Damian Lillard mm-hmm. category. They're not blowing the whistle like that. So he's not getting them 12 to 15 free throws again. Yeah. That's and I mean that's yeah. numbers looking different. And, and look at it, bro. I mean, you know, Luca, I mean, he go hit you. He, if he ain't hitting, he just gonna post you up. Yep. 
right? So he's not he's not quote unquote one dimensional on on the offensive end. Okay, I get that. I get that. I, I I was just trying to get y'all posts on it because I, I I go back on that trade a lot. Last mm-hmm. topic on this trade deadline thing before we switch gears real quick. Um, CJ McCollum. Mm-hmm. I feel for CJ man because CJ is a hooper man. He a hooper, right? Like he remind me of them old school real hoopers. You know, I wanted to see him go to a squad where he can damn it compete for. A chip. Do you think CJ over there with Zion? Zion played all season, but you got Ingram, you got, you know, guys over Devontae Graham. Do you think that long term that's best for CJ's career? I don't see him staying. No. I don't see him oh, staying. Okay. Um, he got two more years on his contract, but you know. Yeah, I don't see him staying. Um I mean for the two years he there, he got a hoop. He gonna have to hoop. He gonna have to try to, you know, make. But then now they be forcing themselves out. They sign a deal in the summer and be on a whole new team in the fall. Right. So right. yeah, yeah. force his way out if he wants to. But I think he should give Brandon Ingram a chance. I think he should give mm-hmm. him a chance. Mm-hmm. I forgot all about. I forgot all about Brandon Ingram. Has he been doing anything this, this season? He been. He been. After he got away from dude. He been who? He got away from dude. Besides trying to steal on Mogs, you know, Brandon, you know, Brandon Ingram, he's going to try to fight anybody. Yeah, hey, he, man, that's who he is, man. He got away from dude and he been balling. Yeah. So, so he wrote and checked out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, man, like, you know, be be Ingram, man. I mean, you know what you're getting from that guy. Right. And and, and I'm with you. I think uh we definitely have to uh if I'm CJ, I'm like, all right, man, like let's see what kind of noise we can make. Right. And you never know what kind of moves they make that might get them to to kind of stay put. You know what right. I'm saying? Um right. and I think that's the I think that's the key cog to it is uh, you know, what what is it that they're going to do um between now and Whatever time he makes a decision, right? Um, that might keep him there, right? You back with us, bro? Yeah, he trying to he trying to connect. Yeah, he trying so, to connect on just to keep the the show flowing till bro get back on and uh, um, switch gears from the the trade deadline and uh, head into. Should we go into the big topic or should we go into the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl predictions and then go into the big topic? Man, let's 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 go into the big topic, man. All right. Let's so go into the big topic. We're gonna go in. Everybody, if anybody's been following sports for the last week, last what week and a half. Week and a half, yeah. Coach Miami Dolphins, coach Brian Flores, and what's been going on with him. And what the organization and NFL did to him and how they were uh, following the Rooney rule, which basically states they have to give black coaches a, a interview. Um, I know Denver, the Denver Broncos gave him an interview. They say John Elway showed up drunk, late and drunk. And it was basically like just going through the motions. Nobody really was really trying to hire him and just kind of, you know, they just, you know, 
played a game with him. And all right. year they talked about how him and Leslie Frazier and all these other black coaches were like the coaches that everybody needs to be trying to get mm-hmm. in the offseason. Mm-hmm. But it was like as soon as that time came, it just became a game. And it was like it was like they were trying to appease the NFL's black fans or like the like the the people that are allies with us. So right. it's kind of that whole situation, man. It, it bothers me. It bothers me because the NFL been taking hits so long, even with pay, the mm-hmm. franchise tag, CTE, all the stuff that's been going on with them, and then y'all pull this. So it, it, it definitely put a sour sour taste in my mouth. Yeah, man, I agree. And you know, here's the crazy thing, right? So. Lovey, Lovey just got hired in, in, in Houston, right? Yeah, but see that um, that and, was all smoke and, and mirrors. And, and I, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, now we wanna now nah, you know what really threw me off, bro? What what really got me, and I was like, man, this can't be real. Is uh uh what's cat name? Um McDonald, Mike McDonald in, in Miami. Yeah, 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 who, yeah. Who's supposed to be biracial, right? Yeah, right. And I'm like, I'm sitting there like Y'all, y'all really, this is really supposed to be your answer? Yeah. It's like they playing games, man. They playing games. And what happened to the NFL showing diversity? And, and um, I might, matter of fact, here's a button. I'm going to push it. Push that what, button, bro. What happened to the whole NFL, Jay-Z, diversity thing, the whole – we're going to do better. We're going to do this and do that. Jay getting on, talking about how he, how he, you know, he's going to be helping the NFL and men relationships with African-Americans and things like that. It's like all we got out of it was like a few concerts in 2019 with Meek Mill. <laughs> right. And right. now we got Dre at the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? But nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. And not saying that it's all on him. Mm-hmm. But he kind of stepped out there like he was going to do something or put something in or help put something in place. And it just yeah. kind of appeased everybody at the time. It appeased everybody at the time because I think around that same time there was the Gucci thing going on and they hushed us up with Dapper Dan. Right. And right. then NFL hushed us up with Jay Z. So it's like, all right. So, I mean, it's it's interesting, man. It's interesting. Yeah, and, and and it's no like it's no short term fix. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's no short term fix to this, man. And I just think that, you know, because I, I, I think we was talking about it in our chat, man, just talking about the numbers, man. And it's like it's like, man, I don't you don't have a league. You don't have a league in terms of athletes without blacks. Yeah, 70 70% of us. 70% of us. Like you don't have a league. Like you pull everybody out, make your own league, you you stuck. Like your franchise gonna suffer, you know, all of these little things, man. And, and I hate to even get into, you know, those type of, of, of racial battles right. um with that. But we also know that that's the reality, man. Like, right. like we, we also know that that's kind of what we working with. And um I don't know, man. People just gotta you know, folks just gotta really just just be real about where we stand, man. Right, definitely, fellas. I'm back, man. My bad. Um, 
you know, man, when you start drinking and shit, you know, <laughs> I mean, I try to tell y'all, you know, when we start drinking and taking free throws, you know, I didn't drop the phone. I didn't did a phone. Anyway, catch me up. What we talking about? Man, so we didn't switch gears, man. We didn't went ahead and jumped into Brian Flores' lawsuit, man, okay, and his uh okay. and his impact on on, on the league. And, and bro has just uh yes sir, pull it back up. I got to do mine too. Um, you know, bro just kind of gave some feedback, like man, we, you know, we we talked about it just rubbed us the wrong way, man. Like you can't you can't mask your wrongs. You know what I'm saying? Like the the Dolphins, I told bro, like, man, the Dolphins hired Mike McDonald, who apparently is biracial, but if you look at him, he look white. Then they hire Lovey Smith in Houston to be the Houston new Houston uh head coach, right? So like you you have all of these quote unquote new hires now um that are supposed to be benefiting the Rooney rule, but at the same time, like, why now? You know what I'm saying? Why why push the envelope now? Because you feel that heat on you, or are you really trying to um, do what you know is right for the league? And you know, the the players make up black black players make up seventy percent of the league. So I'm glad we're talking about this because when we dig deeper into this lawsuit that Brian Flores, first of all, man, Brian, shout out, man, for doing this. Like you literally risked the rest of your coaching career mm-hmm. to, to to stand up for something like this, right? It reminds me kind of sort of Kaepernick, but in, in, in a different sense. Right. But taking a look at the lawsuit, right? He alleged, Brian Flores we're talking about, once again, everybody, thank you for tuning in, chiming with us on this Bars and Bucks podcast. We're going to talk about whatever we don't give damn about what nobody say, all right? Whatever. Fight us. Come on. Oh boy, don't fight corn because he corn, corn be on some other, you know, corn got some other stuff going on here. You don't want to die, so we just leave it like that. Right, right, um, right. Um, look at the lawsuit that he's alleging, right? He's saying that when he interviewed for the Denver Broncos job, right, John Elway and the and the owner and them, them people, they came an hour late, they smelled like alcohol, and they was real belligerent, right? So that's one thing, right? He alleged that the Miami Dolphins, the owner, which the owner of the Dolphins is, I've always thought he was racist, whatever, for whatever reason. But he tried to pay Flores $100,000 a game to lose. Think about that, man. Like, it's what, 16 games, 17 games in a season? For a man to say, I'm going to turn down all that money because I don't want to lose. It's a big that's a big thing for me. Like that, that's, that's a man's man, right? Last point. This year, Flores got fired for allegedly they put all type of rumors and shit. Mm-hmm. He got into it with Tua, he got into it with his coordinators, he got into it with his general manager, all oh, a bunch of whatever, whatever. But Flores went. He was scheduled. This is so important, man. He was scheduled to interview for the Giants job on Thursday. Bill fucking Belichick, Cornell's boy, <laughs> texted him and said, hey, I hear they're going to go with you, man. Congrats. And Brian's like, what the fuck? I ain't even interviewed with them yet. You cannot tell me. If, you're, if I'm Roger Goodell, right, 
there is so much evidence pointing to there is this Rooney rule is full of bullshit. It's full of it because it doesn't satisfy nothing. It doesn't. It's just. It's just basically. If I'm a black coach and I get a, a call for an interview, I'm like, oh, this is Rooney rule. I'm not even gonna go. Same like with Brian, Brian Leftwich. Brian Leftwich was assuring to get this job, man, for the Jaguars. Assuring yeah. he went on three interviews. So what you mean to telling me that? Oh, you're gonna continue this process. You're gonna, you know, draw it on out. And the reason why Leftwich said I'm gonna take my name off because he's like, I already knew Doug Peterson was gonna get the job. Doug Peterson was gonna get the job before I was even thought of, even though I am the best candidate for this job. Mm-hmm. So. This lawsuit is big. I feel like the lawsuit somehow, some way, unfortunately, I wanted to, I want Brian to win, but I feel like they're going to make some type of finesse move for them to play him. They're going to Kaepernick him. Oh, yeah. They're going to Kaepernick him. He's done in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to, I'm sure he has facts and everything he's saying. I'm sure he has proof in everything he's saying. Because he wouldn't have said it if he didn't. Yeah. So they're gonna give he's gonna he's gonna settle undisclosed amount, and that's gonna be the end of it. It's gonna be the end of it. They're gonna wrap it up. I say a month or two after the Super Bowl, it'll be wrapped up. Right now, they wanna they don't wanna use this um, this negative pub for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So right now, if you notice, a lot of sports stations are not talking about it anymore. They kind of they'll mention it. It'll be a two minute clip. Like, oh, this is text message you showed. You know, flash and flash that. You know, but they're trying to make sure that um, that the Super Bowl is you know, goes without a hitch, makes all the money they can make, and they'll get back to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's real disheartening, man, especially now because we've come, you know, it's amazing that, like, think about it. Take all the black players on the NFL. Take them out. Let's, let's say all the black players and say, fuck, we're not playing, right? How is it going to be NFL? Over 50, 60% of the athletes are African-American. Not discrediting the Caucasian people because there's some Caucasian ballers out there, and most of them are quarterbacks. I'm just putting that out there because it's not, you know, they don't want a black person to be a quarterback. They want Lamar Jackson to be a cornerback, right? They want Kyler Murray with his short ass to be, you know, a run. Like they don't, they don't want us to succeed in that level. You know how much hate that Patrick Mahomes got because of uh, the greatness that he had. They don't want the black man to be, you know, not, 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 not trying to turn this into like a, a racial, like super thing, but they want the black man to uh, go hit somebody, you know, be on defense, stay on defense. They don't want that. To, to be, they want the token white boy to be the Tom Brady's, the you know the, the, the Drew Breeses, the quarterbacks, the saviors. And I'm sorry, Quinn, I know Tom is your man. I you know I don't want to you know, uh, but that's what they want, man. So it's no secret to me that the way the league is structured, the league is structured for it to be a white coach because he takes the credit, a white quarterback because he takes the credit. Oh, uh, but we can have a, a Khalil Mack or Aaron Donald out there going to chase want to chase somebody because that's the way it's designed. It's designed for the black man to look like he's on defense and he's, you know, he's dominant or whatever. But defensive players never get the praise and the hype that quarterbacks get, man, that, that, that coaches get. And that's just something that needs to be brought up in this lawsuit. And I think it is. 
Yeah, you you said a you said a mouthful on that one, my boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that's right. And uh, I just put this put this comment up too, um, because it definitely uh, resonates with with kind of you know it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted uh, everybody to kind of see see this comment on the screen. What's it saying? Let me see it. So it said the problem with getting more black coaches is that they're not known for being X and O coaches, just looked at as motivation or motivational coaches with X and O assistant coaches. Oh, okay. That's big. I can agree with that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but see, I get it with the X, X and O's. Like, you got to have a strategy. You got to be able to put people in the right places to make plays happen. But you can do all that. And if they ain't got that that fire behind them, they're not gonna do it. So that motivational coach that's hey, let's go. Where you hear that? Let's do that. Let's go. <laughs> Hitting you in your chest, slapping your helmet. That's the coach you want to run through a brick wall for. Yeah. Not the guy that's like, well, if you do 10 paces and cut two to the right, you know, you should get the catch. You should make the catch. No, it's you might have to stretch out for it, but you're gonna stretch out for that that motivational coach because you don't want to disappoint him because he didn't put he didn't fed you some of his his fire. You know what I'm saying? So I get it, I agree with it, but at the same time, you need a coach that can do both. But I think our black coaches are starting to understand the X's and O's. I mean, my man in Pittsburgh, he's proved that. He didn't prove that. So, I mean, and then, I mean, even if even if he wasn't, as long as I hired offensive coordinators they can, defensive coordinators they can, that's that's the purpose of them being there. The head coach is the person that calls the right plays at the right time and motivates. Mm-hmm. So if I if I if I gotta draw up the plays. And motivate. I don't need offensive coordinator. So, this is what I want to say about that part, right? Let's just say that league is filled with African American coaches. Let's just say this this lawsuit that um, Brian Flores is putting together there's a success with it. What do you think – how do you think that would in, impact the league moving forward? Because y'all follow college football. Y'all follow people that's and – and it goes deeper when it comes to, you know, number one picks, overall picks. You know, there's a lot of biases when it comes to number one overall picks. They're always Caucasian. They're always white quarterbacks. They're always white somebody, linebackers or something like that, right? Do you think that the, the fact that, like I mentioned earlier – the design to have a black man as not the face of a franchise quarterback wise, like, you know, I think about Peyton Manning or I think about, you know, Roethlisberger, you know, these, 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 these are quote unquote, the saviors of a franchise. Roethlisberger, now he's retiring now and that's fine, but people forget that Roethlisberger, he had all these rape cases, man. If there was a black man that had rape cases like that, that was a quarterback, his ass was not, see the field ever again oh most definitely totally, totally agree with you totally most agree definitely. with you yeah well i, I, I just think, i just 
as far as black faces of franchises, I think that's changing mm-hmm. to a degree. Mm-hmm. But let's see. You got Lamar Jackson. You mm-hmm. got Patrick Mahomes. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Justin Fields. We got to put him out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, Russell Wilson. Wilson, yeah. This is, a, this is a good point that I want you to keep going with. So mm-hmm. it's a handful, it's a handful of black quarterbacks, but they all fit the same mold. They yeah. all fit the same mold. They're the same. If you really think of it, they all the same player. They okay. all the same exact player. Mobile QBs, which is nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nothing is wrong with a mobile QB. Well, but okay. How many how many teams are in the NFL? But 30, 32. 32. Yeah. 32. 32 teams, right? Mm-hmm. We just named how many black quarterbacks? Like five. Five? A little more than five. Out of all of them black quarterbacks, what do all of them have in common? They can move. Mobile. Yeah, they can move. They're mobile. Like this is, and I hate that. Oh, hate we've, we've got Jalen Hurts. We've yep, got Jalen Hurts. Hurts like, too. Yeah. Like they're, 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 they're mobile. They, they, they want the black man to go run the ball. Like it's, it, it, it disturbs me how it's, it's so obvious to me. That the, the depiction of a black man, if you're not on defense going to run, if you're not a running back going to run, are you going to be a quarterback? If you're going to let you be a quarterback, you better go run. That's the depiction of what a black man is supposed to be in the league because the, the uh, I hate sounding like a Malcolm X or some shit, man. But that, <laughs> it's, it's so true, Joe. Like when you yeah. think about it, it's so true. How many white running backs is there in the league? That start, that's like, the shit, one or two, McCaffrey and maybe one other dude. They don't want a white man to be the role. Go here, take the ball and go run up the field. They don't want that. They want to be a quarterback, right? They want to be somebody that's in a, in a limelight. They want them to be like that part. And man, look, don't put me on the panel trying so to basically, fight the litigation. So basically, <laughs> what they want is for the white, the Caucasian people to look like the leaders. The coaches, mm-hmm. the the Dang quarterback, man. the quarterback leads. They want all the black people in aggressive roles. The defense, I'm saying? Take your head off. I'm the offense. I'm I'm the running back. I'm a bust through here. And yeah. I'm gonna hit this hole hard. Yeah. I'm. A, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get hit. But think about it. You're not supposed to hit the quarterback. You gotta protect the quarterback. See what I'm but saying? That's a whole nother, now you something else. It. I ain't even trying to get into. Right. Don't, don't even get into. Don't that. even do that one. Yeah, we're not even getting into that. <laughs> I don't Think even about do that it, man. One. The, the 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 Lawrence Taylors, the the uh, Ray Lewis's, like mm-hmm. these these are they, they're meant to go tear the hair out, tear the hair off, you know, just go destroy. But if I'm you touch that quarterback, right? You know, if, if you touch that quarterback for one small little eyelash, oh, penalty, fifteen years. I mean, fifteen yards. Like it's like it's, it's it's so obvious to me. So I wish the league. That's why this this lawsuit is. You know, I think a lot of more lawsuits are gonna come from this, but. Bringing awareness to the stereotypes of Caucasian versus African American in the league mm-hmm. needs to be highlighted more, you know, and that's that's what I want people to fight for because it's bigger than just you know between the lines and inches and things like that, man. It's it's a it's a war going on, right? Yeah. Yep. So yeah, we 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 want to uh, we want to bring a witness. I want y'all to know for people that's listening. We we them guys, all right. We we bring that. <laughs> this this is what we bring to Facts. you know 
we ain't gonna, we, a lot of people ain't gonna like us, and I apologize for the viewers that that thinks otherwise. And you can be sure to comment and everything like that. But we're gonna expose certain things that's happening in the league, NBA, NFL, things like that. We also yeah. talk about hip hop and rap. You know what I'm saying? Um, we're gonna we we kind of sped through this show because we kind of talked about a lot about the trade deadline and this my floor situation. But definitely yeah. believe that shows coming up. We're going to be getting into this rap stuff because there's a lot of new albums that's dropping. Man, you know, and we want to get into that too. So, definitely, man, because there's definitely some heat dropping. Definitely some heat dropping. Uh, I mean, like, I mean, last week you had Yo Gotti CM10 drop, which was pretty dope. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wasn't the two chains drop, uh, Dope Don't Sell Itself. Wasn't too high on that one. I wasn't digging that. I wasn't digging it. I wasn't too high on that. I ain't hear it yet. It wasn't good. I wasn't digging it. Let's see. What's the name of the album? Dope don't sell itself. Dope don't sell itself. Yeah, I wasn't digging that. Um, as far as like stuff to look out for, the game is dropping soon. Uh, his name is uh, name of the album is supposed to be Drillmatic. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Donda Two is supposed to be dropping. Uh, it's slated to drop two twenty two twenty two. Okay. Um, what did you think of the, what did you think of the first Donda? Uh, it was it was cool. I mean, once you understood what it was, what it was, it was a hip hop gospel album. Right, and that's basically what it was. Um, okay, can I can I ask y'all a real quick question though before we, we jump off that? Yeah. Now, think about it. Donda came out. Then I believe Certified Lover Boy came out right after that, right? It was like a day, but they were supposed to drop together. They were supposed Mm -hmm. to drop the same day. It was going to create, it was going to put fans in a funny situation. Now, that's what I'm asking y'all. Did y'all listen to Certified Lover Boy? Because I know y'all don't like Drake. Because it's I like, mean, Drake, I ain't say we don't like Drake. I don't you say, can't say I don't like him. I put him in the same saying. bag as LeBron James. He's cool, <laughs> but keep him over there. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? He cool. Don't get me wrong. I, like he got, of course, Drake got undeniable records. That you undeniable. Yeah. They're yeah. not like if okay. you don't mess with him, you are a certified hater. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? But he got records that. You know what I'm saying you like bro, you could have kept that. Oh, Jim Jones dropped like a month ago, like a month ago. No, matter of fact, like two oh, weeks really? ago. Yeah, Jim Jones dropped. It was a comment that popped up. Uh, no excuse entertainment. Oh, my Jones, ship, my Jones ship Rob. Yeah, appreciate you checking us out. Ship. For sure, for sure. Um, but yeah, Jim Jones dropped, and he's supposed to be dropping something else in like the next month and a half. Uh-huh. I seen something on like Instagram, he just kind of threw it out there. Ain't really getting no details, so um, but oh, what's Donda the name? Two? What's the name of uh, what's the name of Jim Jones joint? Uh, let me look at because uh, it should be right here in my uh, oh, it's a gangster grills. We set trends, we set oh, the trends, we set the trends, yeah. we set the trends. Because so I, I had downloaded it, played a little bit of it, um, didn't really get through it, you know, because I was playing it to and from work. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's been dropping a lot of heat lately, yeah. Um, uh, oh, oh, another thing with Donda 2. Future is the executive producer, so he pretty much A and R, you know, what I'm saying, and did a lot of the who gonna feature and you know, kind of quarterbacked it while Kanye. So I'm kind of interested to see what it turns out with cre- Kanye's creativity and Future's creativity. Yeah, and what the what it's gonna sound like, what it's gonna sound because that is, if you merge both of their sounds, that's gonna be crazy in itself. 
Yeah. So I'm excited to see what they do. I'm excited about that. Man, if you yeah. ain't and if you ain't cop that Ross yet, you need to cop that too. Hey, that Make Ross. sure you download that Ross. That Ross is now. Man. I did. I did that listen Ross to that. Hidden. I did listen to the Rick Ross. You know, I, I will say that I didn't expect to like as many tracks as I did. Okay. Uh, but I, I like. You know, I mean, with every album, there's always a oh, that's the joint. Oh, y'all can do without that. that right. uh, yeah. You know, it's always a hit and miss with some, right? Mm-hmm. But sticking on this new music alert thing. Um, I want to ask you guys and all the viewers that's still with us, man. Thank you guys once again for tuning in to Bars and Buckets. Man, we talk about the good things that's going on with the music and the sports and things like that. But if you guys had to give me, because I asked somebody today, who is the best rapper today, right now? Who is the best rapper, right? And that person looked me straight in the face with no reservation at all. You say who? Who who you say? Lil Baby. Lil Baby. Baby. Mm. Now, I want y'all to keep in mind. Right. I mean, I'm sure somebody that's like 21, 22. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Do you guys listen to Lil Baby? Yeah, I've had some. Like, I try to listen to everything, but I am traditionally a boom bap done son backpack in Tim's that's I love that um but I listen to I, I listen to some of everything mm-hmm. now as far as if we're gonna as far as when we talk about rap what are we talking about right because if we talking bars that's not the best rapper right now but if we're talking song makers somebody can do something catchy some so I mean baby he can rap a little bit like he can mm-hmm. rap like let me not say a little bit he can rap he can rap he can rap <laughs> but if you gonna say little baby and then push a T you can't even put them in the same notebook bro okay you know what I'm saying like, little little baby and fabulous like that's a whole different ball game yeah yeah so little baby is with the guys that can rap, they got creativity. They're I wouldn't say that. If I had to go with the best rapper from that bag, that I mean, I don't even want to put him in, even put this person in that same bag. But I'm gonna say the best rapper right now. Who's the best mainstream right now to you? mainstream rapper? The best yeah. mainstream rapper. I'm gonna have to go with Drake. I mean, best mainstream rapper. Wow. But if we gonna Did go you guys with hear that? But, but that's no that's no lie though. But if we go what he said, that's that's no lie. But if we gonna go pen and pad, let's rap, let's I'm gonna clear 16 bars. You give me your high to 16 bars ever? No. Who is that? Who from all right? Let's just I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it somebody that came out in the last 10 years. I'm gonna go. You know, like Cole Kendrick. Yes, sir. Vein. I was waiting on that. Why okay. that vein? Okay. But yeah. like, okay. I mean, it's rap. Like, you know, I could do this all day. I'm Rappers, just saying. I'm just asking. You know, rap. I mean, like, what's the name? Just dropped it. What it was about a month and a half ago. You just had Styles P and Havoc drop an album together. Wreckage okay. Manor. 
that's rap music, bro. That's gritty rap. That's mm -hmm. that. That's that shook ones part two. That's that. Oh, yeah, we right, gonna right, make right. it music. That's that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. That's that's that music, man. You know what I'm saying? Before 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 I go to before I go to AD Corn Styles P or Kiss. Ooh. Man, that's hard. Oh, oh, that. Oh, I know. All right, that. But for me, I'll say this. I listen to both, but I play more Jada Kiss, so I'm going to have to go Kiss. I listen to both. Like Styles Drop, I download okay. it. Styles Drop, I download it. I, I love Styles. I love Styles. I love what he do. But I think what sets him and Jada apart is the voice. Mm -hmm. Jada voice. There's something about Jada voice that make you like, yo, this is hard. And it it matches every beat. You know what I'm saying? But like lyrically, to me, they're even. Right. Best yeah. rapper right now. Who's the best rapper to you right now? All right, right okay. now. Man, I got to be in agreement with bro right now. Like if we talking, like we said, we do the span of the last 10 years, definitely K Dada Cole. Like it's one of the two. Rapper. Like rapper. Okay. I'm rap rapper. I'm rapping. Like I'm rapping. Like I'm rapping. Not just like, you know, not just like, okay, I got the beat and I got the the hit, right? Yeah. But I'm talking about like rapping. Okay. Like outside okay. of the the the, the Tootsie joint. Hey man, the Tootsie, first of all, <laughs> first what we're not gonna do, okay, we're not gonna act like the Tussie slide didn't go number one on billboards all over America. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it act, did. We're not but, gonna act like that. Okay? But that's popularity, bro. That's popularity. Drake is popular. Drake can sneeze on the beat. Somebody is. So y'all didn't y'all didn't do y'all didn't do the Tussie slide. Neither one of y'all did the Tussie slide. Never. <laughs> Never. Not, not even at my own home, bro. <laughs> right. Not even. Not even while you wait for the shower water to warm up, bro. <laughs> no. 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 Nah, I mean it was a cooler joint. Right. It was right. a cooler joint. Right. I get the purpose of it. Mm -hmm. It was something you play at like a little kickback. You know, you may let it run in the club for a hot second to get people going. But if I'm talking rap, I'm talking pen and pad. If we if we made the to the Tootsie slide, would it be number one? Right. I can get up. You know what I'm saying? I get up. I get up. Well, what I'm saying is, while we sticking on the topic for a little while longer, we live. See, y'all gotta understand, we are over 35, bro. We we we're in a different category. Yes, sir. Than the majority of the people that listens to me, it's just like basketball. Mm -hmm. We all are. My, we 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 fuck with L. Michael Jordan is 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 as our goat, right? But 25 and under. 30 and under, they're going with King James. And I know how y'all feel about him, right? So it's like eras. So that's what I'm saying. When yeah, I asked this errors. person earlier, they said Lil Baby was the best. And they literally showed me the hits. Uh, oh, baby, oh got baby got hits. Oh, baby got <laughs> Hey, him and Dirk killed that album. Oh, yeah. Him and Dirk, hey, that album. Oh, yeah. That was dope. It was dope. It fit what they was trying to do. Mm -hmm. It fit. It fit. What's happening right now? So I like I've listened to it. 
I've actually sat and bumped it a few times. Okay. So it's, it's, okay. it's dope. But like what I've learned, because I used to be a person that was like, yo, if it wasn't lyrical, I can't listen to it. Mm-hmm. But I learned that certain joints have a time and a purpose. When I'm when I get in my car, sometime I may not want to hear. You know what I'm saying, uh, Nas, I am album. I may actually need Travis Scott's Astro World at that moment. Fact. And okay. I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it. I'm play it. I'm gonna get my groove, and that's cool. But then I have my times where it's like. Yo, I need Biggie's who shot you. I need that. I need that. You know what I'm saying? So I learned for me to put put you know artists and albums where they belong. Like, okay, everything can't be lyrical. I understand that. I yeah. I, I had to learn that everything can't be lyrical. Mm-hmm. Everybody isn't lyrical, but that doesn't mean the song isn't good. It's a party record. It's something to kick it to. It's right. something. To, you know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody trying to have a Super Bowl party and listen to Reasonable Doubt. Me, I'm okay with that. Mm. But if you're trying to cater to everybody in the room, mm-hmm. you're going to have to, you throw, gonna have on to throw on some baby. You're going to have to play and dirt. some dirt. Yeah, you're going to have some more to. Ray. <laughs> yeah. You know what yep. I'm saying? Yeah. You're going to have to. You're going to have to. So let me let me ask y'all a quick question. And about the, about, oh, about yeah. This, Don't forget about, about Gunner. Gunner too, for sure. So bars, right? We're talking about straight sixteen bars, like mm-hmm. like you give a pen and a pad, mm-hmm. and I want y'all to before y'all jump down my throat, I want y'all to think about this. You give J Cole a pen and a pad, mm-hmm. Cole a pen and a pad. Okay. Who's going to have the best 16? The best 16? Kendrick, Cole, Jay? You know I'm riding with Hove. You know I'm riding with like, I got, I got to. I don't. So, you know I'm riding with Hove. He going to, especially like, Hove getting that bag, bro. Hove getting that bag is something, it's something nasty, bro. Like, it's stuff, man, that I, like, I, man. Hove, man, definitely hove. Um, I after that, it depends on which Kendrick you get. Cause sometimes Kendrick get like off into something else. You'd be like, where, like, where are you going, bro? <laughs> bro, come back. We was just right here. We was here. How did you end up there? Like, I think he gets lost sometime. Yeah. Um, and then Cole is right. He's like that. He's like that. That mixture of Kendrick and Jay. Mm-hmm. He gives you just what you need. It's clever, it's witty, it's intelligent, all of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And got a comment. I think Money Bag Yo is better, better than the baby. I like Money Bag Yo, ship, for real. Yeah. Rob, I, I mess with Money Bag. He makes a lot of hits too, and we left him out of some of the. Oh, yeah. The Money, bag, Money yeah. bag Yo. Yeah. Let me think. Money Bag Yo. Money Bag Yo got some, got some, he got some hitters, bro. He definitely got some hits, man. He definitely, that last album he dropped. Yeah. Gangsta's Pain. Yeah. With Waikisha and all that on uh-huh. there, man. He went hard, bro. He went hard. Yeah. He definitely went hard. He's definitely yeah. one of those people with a young gun conversation. Yeah. That he needs to be in now. He has to be in that conversation. So he's he's top five right now, and and, and definitely right right now, like on like plant like 
songs is being played. People are talking. They follow him on social media. Everything about yeah, Money Bag Yo is definitely up there with Baby Dirk, Baby, yeah, and uh, Gunna and Gunna. all of them, man. Yeah, like definitely, definitely, he's definitely up there with him, man. Up mm-hmm. there with them. Yeah, they like Money Bag Yo can't do nothing without cameras in his face or you know what I'm saying his last album put him it put him on a, a higher a platform, yeah, different stratosphere. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, yeah. definitely. Definitely. Hmm. I got to listen to more Money Bad Yo. I think I've heard of maybe a few of his joints and I, and it was cool. You know what I'm saying? I think the biggest difference is because, like I said, we're 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 past 35 and we still listen to don't even we still listen to the you know that type of you know that generation. But it's such a battle when it comes to that generation and our generation when it comes to music, right? Uh, it, it's just like for me, um, the greatest of all, the greatest MC of all time is Christopher Wallace to me, all, you know, of, of all time. Of There's going to be people that says that it's Tupac or it's Jay-Z mm-hmm. or it's Lil Wayne or it's whoever, you know what I'm saying? But people that's 25 and, uh, and younger, they, they wouldn't know how to appreciate that because Biggie didn't rap rap about what money bag he'll rap about or little baby rap about or you know the, the, the terminologies was different you know what i'm yeah. saying so but that makes sense is you guys have to have this debate with somebody about the goat we talked about the goat with sports you know some people say it's tom brady in football it's mike jordan in basketball mm-hmm. who is the goat as far as mcs who is the goat as far as rappers I mean, if I'm having this debate with somebody that's 25, I'm not having this debate. Because it's pointless. I'm not. That's like me arguing with my son about the best cartoon. I'm going to say G.I. Joe. He's going to say something else. It's two It's different generations. Mm-hmm. I think as a generation thing, we all got to appreciate each other's differences and come together on the things that we can come together on, the stuff that we rock with together. You know what I'm saying? Just like when we were shorties and our, our, our people wanted to play the OJs, and we like, man, y'all don't put on like, some Tupac, right, man. Right, right, y'all right. don't put on some Biggie. But now we can appreciate the OJs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, now we can be like, well, it's Sunday. I mean, you can hit, you can hit the E-Way. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, like, right. Hey, put this on real quick. Like, yeah. Man, yeah, I'm feeling smooth at the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, music has its its Timing music is about perfect timing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you feeling smooth, you gonna throw on something that our parents would have played. You know what I'm saying. When you feeling 37, you gonna play some pocket big. You know what I'm saying. Right. When you feeling like yo, I want a, a turn up. Yeah, you gonna throw little baby them on. Like yeah, we. I'm on my way out to a party. You know what I'm saying. I'm on my way out to a party. I'm gonna play gunner. I'm gonna play this. I'm gonna play that. So it, it's about Picking the time to listen to things. You know what I'm saying? Like everything ain't gonna be, you know what I'm saying, your generation all the time. Just think about it. The kids talking about little baby and all that now. We ain't even got to young XYZ from Arizona in 20 right. years. Right, right. That the kids are like, man, this ain't this ain't money bag, yo. This ain't that. And the other kids gonna be like, man, what are you talking about, <laughs> man? You ain't heard young XYZ from 
Arizona, man, they doing this. Mm-hmm. So every generation get his turn to look old, bro. That's it. Yeah, that's 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 facts right there, for sure. Um, yeah, cause I, you know, flip flipping the script a little bit, man. Like I'm coming home from work today, man, and I'm just like, man, I don't, I don't really want no, no hip hop type joint. So I put on that Silk Sonic album, just let that ride out, man. You know, um, cause it's just a different vibe, you know. Like mm-hmm. like you say, you know, depending on that vibe you need. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of play, you know, that kind of played a role in everything right. with that, man. And that, you know, good people, man. I, I see still got some people riding with us, man. We appreciate y'all checking in and, and staying with us, man. And we, you know, we hope that, uh, you know, you sharing this platform, you know, with, with your people getting the word out, man. And, um, we hope to continue to build this thing. Uh, but like, I, like we say, this is, what we do is this is just like really you just kicking it with the with the bros, man. That's right. that's that's how we looking at it, man. We, we yeah, you know what I'm we literally are bringing y'all our group chat. This is what our group chat. We just brought it to the internet, really. You know what I'm saying? This is the conversations we would have two three days, a day and a half. You know what I'm saying? And go back and forth. So we just brought it to the internet. So everybody can see, you know, how we rock, get other people's opinions. Man, there's so much planned for this show, everybody. We ain't even got out on the street yet. You know what I'm saying? We we got a lot in store. So stay tuned, please. Like, keep rocking with it. This is only the first show. Yes, sir. So check it out, y'all. We about to. We about to. And I hope y'all don't think y'all got out this last free throw. To everybody that's tuning in. <laughs> Free throws here. We don't do shots. We do free throws. So right. if you still rocking with us right now, get you something to pull up. Get you some. I don't give a fuck if it's E and J. Get your E and J. Uh, you know, because we about to y'all y'all pull up, pull up your last free oh, throw. Man, right? we, I'm y'all good. see me pull up. Right, we've been pulling up the I've whole thing, man. I've been before we before we end off, we got Super Bowl on Sunday. Yes, sir. So now it is time for predictions, man. And my keep in mind, I'm asking y'all who y'all picking. Keep in mind, if that team don't win, you got to take a field goal next show, which is three shots. All right. So, of course, I'm gonna go last because I ain't my dude. Um, <laughs> Ad, who you got yeah. for the Super Bowl, man? Man, as 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 hot of a streak, as hot of a streak that. Um... Burrow and chasing them boys are on man. I can't, I can't go against the Rams. Um, oh. winning winning the Super Bowl and, and and the real reason is um that whole that 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 offensive line that ain't the offensive line, right? I think that um I think that the pressure is going to uh is going to get to Burrow, and I and I know that he does fairly well with the pressure, but I mean Super Bowl is a totally different stratosphere, like. That that game, that atmosphere, um, you know, momentum is pretty much everything. And I think that the the Rams defense is, you know, a little too I think the Rams defense is too strong in, in terms of their rush, their rush defense. Uh you got Ramsey on the outside, uh lockdown corner. Um, that secondary is fairly decent. 
Um, and, and to be honest with you, man, like I don't see anybody on Cincinnati's defense stand in front of Cooper, uh, in front of Cup. I don't see nobody stand in front of OBJ, right? Like all of the weapons the Rams have, I think that if Sean McVay um, calls the game like he should, like he, if he if he really is studying his opponent and, and preparing that game the way he should, it shouldn't be close. Okay. So you got the Rams. I got the Rams. All right. Everybody remember, keep in mind, AD went with the Rams. So if Rams don't win, AD got to take three field goals, which is a three uh, free throws, which is a field goal. All right. Corn, who you got? Uh, all right. I'm going to go with the Bengals. Hmm. The reason I'm going to go with the Bengals is. I'm always the person for I'm always riding with the underdog. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The Rams, definitely a, a good team. But you know, I just like to be different from everybody else. So if everybody's going right, I have to go. I can't go right. Oh. So I have okay. to go left. Um I, I'm surprised I'm even interested in the Super Bowl since Tom Brady's not <laughs> in it. So Funny. this is my motivation. Rooting, rooting for the underdog mm-hmm. is my motivation for watching the Super Bowl. I dig it. Tom Brady's not in it. I dig mm. it. So you got the Bengals. Now that yeah, the offensive line, all of that is very true. Can't get sacked nine times and win a Super Bowl. Like it's yeah. not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. But I gotta. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Joe Joe Burrow and. And Chase and Jamar Chase. And Jamar Chase. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go with them, man. I'm gonna go with them. Okay. So I mean, more than likely, I'll be taking a field goal. I'm already prepared mm. for this. Yeah, you might not, but you we'll know. see. We'll see. Because I mean, Joe Cool I, might step up, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's been smoking cigars and he's wearing a platinum chain. Right. You know, hey. <laughs> no. So okay, AD got the Rams. Corn got the Bengals. So here's what I'm going to do. Do you guys remember last season when the Bengals was the worst team down there? They dropped, they had them one overall pick, and who did they select? Joe, per- Joe Burrow, correct? Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow had a season ended injury where they only won four games, mm-hmm. right? And Which is select. a bad season. Mm-hmm. And they select Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase. Okay. Coming into the season, they expected the Bengals to, especially in their division, they yeah. expected the Bengals not to do much. They thought the Ravens was going to do things, the Steelers was going to do, which is respectfully, the Ravens and the Steelers have held that division for the mm-hmm. most part. For the, you know, so, okay. So the Bengals went on to win the division, won, right? They won, they won the division, mm-hmm. but not the Ravens, which had a good team, kept their team in, intact for the most part. These lost some running backs. Mm-hmm. The Steelers, who kept their team for the most part, you know, even made it to the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Bengals won the division, and it went into the playoffs. The first team that the Bengals played was who? The Raiders. Now, think of the Raiders, right? The Raiders was a gritty team. They went through a lot of adversity, right? But mm-hmm. they still somehow managed to have, you know, the opportunity to go play for the, you know, play in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So... Derek Carr, would you guys say Derek Carr is a top 15 quarterback in the league? 
Derek, uh, the Raiders, Derek Carr. Yeah. Is he a top 15 quarterback? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. So, well, what do you think, Corey? You think he's a top He's definitely in the top half, bro. Like, it's, yeah, it's no, no, he's other, definitely in the top half. Yeah, I mean, no other quarterback. 32 teams. Okay. <laughs> he's number 17. Okay. Yeah, we go definitely with that. Number 17. Half, yeah, he's like 16, so, 17. You know, that's yeah, funny. We'll go see. Um, Derek Carr, okay, and the, the Raiders, who have been surprisingly been better on defense than I expected them to be. You know, Hunter Griffo is having emergencies and everything like that. Okay. Going into that game, the Bengals and the Raiders, the Raiders was actually, I mean, the Bengals was actually the underdog in that game by two points. The Bengals went on to win it. Now, okay. Obviously, the Bengals move on to face the Titans, the number one seed who had a bye. Derrick Henry was coming back. The defense was ferocious. A.J. Brown, Julio on the outsides. They was definitely the underdogs in that game by by so many points. Right, right. The, actually, the Bengals was on the roll for that game. Mm-hmm. The game was in Tennessee. Bengals won that game by a field goal. Okay, y'all got me with the Raiders. Okay, y'all got. Somehow they snuck past the Titans. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way in hell they gonna beat the juggernaut of the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey. Yo, that all game was people. ridiculous. Ain't no way in the hell the Bengals are going to beat the mm-hmm. un, like the juggernaut of the Kansas City Chiefs to make it to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They beat them, right? So just think of those three games that they've been underdogs with. They go into the Super Bowl, the L.A. Rams, not only do they have the Super Bowl in L.A., the Super Bowl is in L.A. Mm-hmm. It's in L.A. Yep. They have L.A. team Ram, the, the Rams team who traded for Von Miller, right, mm-hmm. who has Aaron Donald, who has – uh, like who has all these stars? Matthew Stafford. They traded for Matthew Stafford. They have all these things going for them. They're, betting wise, there is no way that you can say that the Bengals are underdogs. I take the points. They are underdogs to lose. Mm-hmm. There is no way that you can say that the Bengals cannot and will not win this game. Now, maybe by field goal. Defense Probably kind of sus. That's all they've been the doing. What about field goals? <laughs> I got the Bengals winning this game in a high-scoring game. Surprisingly, and don't get me—I want OBJ to win a ring. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm rooting for him. I got the Bengals winning this game, and I'll go far as to saying the score will be twenty-eight to thirty-one. Mm. Okay. Okay. Bengals win by a finger, field goal. I mean, so, so here, so here, here's what I'm gonna say. I, I love the assessment, bro. Right. I love you going round per round. Right. And and the fact of the matter is they have just they have willed themselves to victories, right? They they mm-hmm. pulled out victories. The flip side of it though, when I look back at those games, um, especially the Titans and the Chiefs, the Raiders, eh, you know, they they should have lost because but when I look back mm-hmm. at those Titan and Chief games, um I see a lot of mental mistakes in the wrong moment okay that gave cincinnati the opportunity to gain momentum and potentially win like think about the titans game Tannehill throws back to back interceptions crazy crazy back to back bro like all you need to do is take care of the ball take care of the ball move it let your defense do what they do but you instead try to force the game same thing with Mahomes and, and the chiefs 
right? Um, I put that loss on Andy Reid because you are right there to get points and you run a sweet play to end the half and, and Hill don't get in, right? So you just lost points that, again, when we look at the final score, came back to do what? Bite him in the ass, mm-hmm. right? So so now I'm looking – I'm really looking at decision-making as as the, the primary focal point. Like if I think – I think that if – I think that if the coaching staff, um, and I like, and by the way, the the uh, Bengals coach Zach Taylor, mm-hmm. I, I I like dude, man. He he got some, he got some some good to him, man. Um, but I'm looking at this game as who can one who can gain momentum, but who can play, um, who can play with with some. Uh, who could who could be the smart, the smartest in, in, in clutch moments, right? Because we know how Stafford is. We done seen Stafford play, I don't know how many years against the damn Bears. And you know, part of me feels like if he didn't have Calvin Johnson, it would have been different. Calvin Johnson was a difference maker for the Lions. That's just be clear. But he is a you know, Stafford is a is a, a, a gritty guy. Like he yeah. he gonna give you what he give you. Um, so I'm thinking, so in my mind, and I agree with everything you're saying, like. Honestly, I don't really have a horse in this race, but I know for predictions we got to pick one, right? So I get where both of y'all are coming from and what you're saying. Um, but I honestly believe if Stafford can keep control of the ball and 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 limit it, you know, don't turn the ball over, then that that's what I think would be the difference. That and the play calling would be the difference in the game. Mm-hmm. Okay, there it is. We got AD going with the Rams. To, to win in LA, Corn is going to take the Bengals because you know he goes for the underdog, and you know which a lot of people will. You know, um, I got the Bengals simply because you rarely see this type of run in the play. You rarely see this type of run in the playoffs like that. This team won four games yeah. last year, man. Four, and they went all the way to the Super Bowl. So it's, I'm just saying, like they own a momentum kick. It's like an adrenaline. Yeah. They, yeah. you know, nobody expected them to to get to the. It flowed well. So like, yeah, yep. Yeah. And, and let's be clear. Let Let's point this out too before we before we get our last free throw and check on out to, for tonight. But this playoffs, bro. This has been mm-hmm. the one of the best playoffs we've seen in a long time in terms of the games. Like it wasn't like, I don't think we had like a superior win, mm-hmm. like a blowout. Right, yeah. and, and and part of me feels like we're due for it. Yeah, especially after that that uh, division, uh, the conference, yeah, uh, yeah. championships. Yeah. After that, that whole that Sunday was so lit; it was ridiculous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, man, I think it's it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be dope, man. It's gonna sure. be dope. The Super Bowl should be dope. You know, so. And if the Bengals. The Bengals win. I'm gonna do the gritty. <laughs> <laughs> y'all know how to do the gritty? I don't know. Y'all know how to do the gritty? No. I mean, I'm I'm sure I could probably figure it out. But yeah, I haven't I haven't I, even like I've no. seen it. I haven't attempted to like look at it to learn how to do it. Right. Because I'm more of a person like if I learn, like if I sit there and watch it, I can do it. Yeah. 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 The, bull, the Bulls. You got like the Bulls have won. Beat the yep. Hornets. Which is good. One 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 twenty one to one oh nine. The Bulls get there. It is. Yeah, we needed that one. Yes, we sir. That one. 
All right, fellas, let's pull this last right. freak throw in. Everybody just, that's tuning in, if you're still with us. I just did mine. Already. Get, get your last free throw in, man, to end off the, end off I, the night. I started early like Giannis. Uh, <laughs> all right, y'all. Free throws in the air. Free throws. Everybody that's tuning in with us, man, we thank y'all. We rock with y'all, man. We going to see y'all next week. Be sure to go subscribe, man. I mean, Corn80, tell them one more time where they can go find us. Man, make sure you click that link, man. Go to Facebook, Bars and Buckets Podcast, and go to YouTube, Bars and Buckets Podcast, man. Click that link, get in get in tune, subscribe, man, and, and make sure you set that reminder. So yeah. you're gonna see, you're gonna see us put the the the, the um times up and set that reminder so you'll be ready, man. Join us there on this is. ride. I'm telling you, this is only the first show. Join you know, us on this ride. This. Oh, yeah. Hey, wait oh, till yeah. we get outside. Wait till we get outside. Oh. Oh. Man, wait till we get outside. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. Free throws in the air. Yes, sir. Let's do this. Now. Woo. Bars and buckets, baby. Woo. One love from the crew, man. We'll check y'all next week. Y'all be easy. Be safe. Continue to stay healthy, man. We love y'all. Golly, okay, I'm cock out. All right, y'all. <laughs> we'll see y'all, man, next week, man. Stay tuned. For sure.